welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 50 years ago while his five kids were running around. Why the front porch? Because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly. This week, we are featuring our social media. Our social media expert, Erica McStay, is very active on Facebook and LinkedIn. Erica posts videos to help you write more business and to learn how to use the many free resources that we've created just for our independent agents. From online reader demos to how to complete affidavits easily online, our social media posts help you to work smarter, not harder. Be sure to give us a like and follow us. This week, we're talking about watermelon ice cream cake, a slice of excellent marketing. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey, Dana, how are you doing? Cool, I'm great. How are you doing today? Uh, fantastic. We got a ton of snow here, which was not expected. My my work vehicle, which is parked on the street, is unrecognizable. Literally can't see it. So uh, we've been dumped on. And I know a lot of people in the, the Northeast area have um, definitely been slammed with snow. How about you? You know, I can't believe we're only a few hours apart and so drastically different with the storm. I mean, they kind of prepped us as well. And Saturday I was running around like crazy trying to prep, you know, get everything done. The storm's coming Sunday through Tuesday and oh my goodness. And and then we got barely anything, a couple inches here or there. And then I hear about you and my mother is, you know, she works in New York City and she's living in Jersey and she snowed in there's a state of emergency there you know you got 23 inches when i talked to her last it was 24 hours ago she already had 12 inches and here we are with our dinky little four inches <laughs> so i have no room to complain it's white out there it's uh, kind of pretty but when you start getting over a foot of snow a foot of snow is a lot but over is just yeah, with a lot of shoveling, hard on the back, didn't have to do my run. <laughs> well, different type of workout. Fun for, the kids, I'm sure. Fun for the kids. But Absolutely. Poor but dogs. I, <laughs> so I, say, poor dogs. <laughs> I know, I know. Those don't even have a spot to move. But, you know, I wanted to, to bring up this topic today. And this happens because of a dream. I woke up in the middle of the night a few weeks ago and I had been dreaming about Friendly's watermelon ice cream cake. Do you know what I mean? It looks like the slice of a watermelon. It's it's an ice cream cake. And then it has for the seeds, like little little chocolate candies that look like the watermelon seeds. Do, do you know what I mean? Do you remember this cake specifically? Like, I think so, okay. yeah, yeah. So this dream I had was about this slice of watermelon ice cream cake. And I always, as a little girl, wanted for a birthday party to have this friendly's watermelon ice cream cake. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it was on TV all the time. My friends talked about it. Okay. I'm almost 40 years old and I'm waking up in the middle of the night about a dream about this watermelon ice cream cake. So if you really think about that, how strong is that marketing? Still, you know, 30, some years later, I'm still thinking about this watermelon ice cream cake. And Friendly's does not make it anymore, just so you all know. They don't oh, make this watermelon sorry, ice cream cake Nicole. anymore. No, sorry. Yeah. What just... I want to talk about is the power of that excellent marketing. 
And how do we do that? How do you, how do these great advertisers get things stuck in our head? Whether it's a jingle, you know, it's a billboard you go by every day at work. It's a commercial that plays on Pandora all the time based on what you search online. You know, how do those things stick like that? How do you do that? Because that watermelon ice cream cake to me is a slice of excellent marketing. Like you couldn't get any better. That many years later, it's something I'm waking up in the middle of the night thinking about. Now I can't go purchase it. So did it actually work? Well, when I was a kid, I couldn't go purchase my own slice of, you know, watermelon ice cream cake, but I could bug my parents too. Obviously that didn't work because I didn't get it. But, you know, how is it that we as professionals can market ourselves without having this huge advertising campaign. Like we don't have to be as big as, you know, a, a huge advertising marketing campaign. We don't have to be as big as friendlies, but we want to make sure we're sticking out in our insured's minds because there's a lot of competition out there right now. Every other commercial, I mean, the Super Bowl's coming up. We all know there's going to be at least six insurance commercials on the Super Bowl, at least. And we can list the names. We know who it's going to be. But Dana, do you have some sort of jingle or commercial or product that you remember that sticks out for you that you want to share? I have to share with you right now. I have a favorite commercial. It's really sad when my husband calls me in from the other room and says, Dana, your commercial's on. <laughs> this is how much I, I love it. Now, this is probably going to tell the audience a little bit about my age demographic as well. But ironically, it's insurance. Actually, some of the insurance commercials are so catchy. They are. But right now, it is the Geico one. It's the scoop. There it is tag teams in it and they're scooping the ice cream and they're doing the stance and scoop there it is and then at the end of it <laughs> the tag team guy yells sprinkles and I mean I'm just like a little kid I don't know why this commercial makes me happy the way they're dancing makes me laugh the way they point at the ice cream in the commercial makes me laugh like everything about it just like makes me so happy I it's so corny to me that this commercial really just sticks with me. Um, and I, there's a lot of catchy ones like that, but right now that's my go-to. And I just think it's so creative how they do all of that. And, you know, it'll make you think of Geico when you're thinking about if you're shopping your insurance, I'm sure. I mean, be, us being in the insurance industry, I think it's a little different to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I all know our niches and, you know, the pros and cons of all the companies and things out there. But I'm telling you, if I was just a regular, you know, person out there didn't work in insurance, I'd probably think twice based off some of these commercials. And I'll tell you what, Progress is doing pretty good about becoming your parents too. Those are some ones too. So ironically right now, the ones for me sticking are just ironically insurance ones, but I promise you that's, I know I'm not just picking them because we are in insurance. They're very, very catchy. Well, I still think it's kind of funny that my memories about ice cream, an ice cream product, and your commercial, they're scooping ice cream. Kind of <laughs> see, see how that works? That's probably part of it too, right? And, and I will tell you, like, I don't go to Friendly's. I personally do not like Friendly's products. Like, that's not like a treat to me. It's not a place I'd go. Like, I prefer to eat briars on the couch. Like, I'm not a go to Friendly's and get a huge Sunday type of person. But, um, you know, 
there are so many cool commercials right now. And that progressive commercial about becoming your parents, that does crack me up. Like he says, you know, the waiter does not care what your name is. No one cares what time you got up this morning. (laughs) It's so true. Not to pick on my dad or, you know, the next generations above me, but it's so true. It cracks me up. But, you know, the thing with great marketing and advertising, and I share this here, you know, in the CE classes that I teach and in the product webinars that I teach to both internal and external customers, I'm big about education sprinkled with entertainment. If you are laughing, you're going to remember whatever it is that's surrounding that laughter, what you're learning about, what happened, what you saw, and you like that feeling. Humans respond to that laughter and that feeling, and it triggers something in their memory, and it sticks. So if you can get your audience to be laughing, they're going to remember, and they're going to share about that, you know, stupid progressive commercial about becoming your parents, you know, or, you know, the scoop, there it is commercial, or, you know, mine wasn't funny. I just had an emotional attachment and I really wanted watermelon ice cream cake. So the key here is, you know, all right, so we're independent agents. A lot of us are independent agents, you know, we own our own agency or we work for an agency where we have choices and those choices are great. You know, some of the carriers that you may be representing, they may be doing some advertising to get some brand recognition and brand recognition is important, but not all of us have a huge advertising and marketing budget. So how do we become watermelon ice cream cake or the silly progressive and Geico commercials that everybody's remembering? How is it that we do that? So there's a couple ways we can do this, guys. It, it doesn't have to be on such a broad scope. And I think that's where people get stuck. Like, oh my gosh, I can't afford to do that advertise on the Super Bowl, my little independent agency. No. And obviously, if you would advertise on the Super Bowl, like maybe you would have this huge amount of money to advertise on the Super Bowl. Would you do it as a small independent agent? No, because you couldn't handle the amount of business that came in. So you have to choose the avenue to advertise yourself. So to forget, you know, that it's broad scope, throw it out the window. Like that's not necessary. Dana, you worked for some small independent agents. Did they do any kind of advertising of any sort that you can remember? Yes. I mean, when it comes to marketing, I just want to share with you, this is definitely your wheelhouse, Nicole. I'm going to share that with you. I worked for different agents and companies and I was I got, they all had different types of marketing um, promotions and things that they would do throughout the years. So depending on what was going on. Um, But yeah, and a lot of times the local agents, of course, they would do a lot of promotions and um, marketing within their community. You'd see their billboards up locally. I mean, obviously you want to remain local to start spreading the word. And if we could get out further, that's great. But like you said, they can't afford the Super Bowl, not only money-wise, like a Super Bowl commercial, not only money-wise, but like you said, they can't handle the overload that would come in either. So stay within your scope. But um, but yeah, they did a lot of different types of marketing, like I said, billboards and mailings and um, buying leads and however they got them. It was all dependent on the company that they worked for and how much the incentive you know, money they could get for it and then extra money they put into it, of course, themselves. Um, But yeah, and a lot of times, the more they see your face, whether they know it or not, it becomes subconscious. Whether they're on the billboard and they really see you or they don't, 
is the more you drive by it, you actually are seeing it and it kind of sticks in the back of your mind. Um, but of course, like you said, if you can actually get something out there that would make somebody laugh, <laughs> it would stick a lot more. But the goal is to get yourself out there enough that when they're thinking about shopping insurance, that they remember you or at least think of you to get you in the door. That's the key. Because I think a lot of us, the goal is to sell ourselves and our customer service and what great knowledge we have and, you know, sell ourselves once they're in front of us. But the key here in this topic is what are we going to do to get them in the door? What marketing can we do to get them in the door? And then we could sell ourselves. Right. You see the opportunity to be able to do so. You know, I, I worked um, for a small independent agency and same thing, you know, they, um, they would advertise, you know, like the baseball field and do small things throughout the community. But when I owned my agency, I took a little bit different of an approach. Um, you know, I got close to people who worked in the real estate industry and then networked within their groups. Um, so they'd be able to go and, you know, present materials to them. And then there was that whole got people laughing. This is really different. Insurance doesn't have to be so boring. It doesn't have to be so scary. Um, you know, I'd bring some comedy to it while educating people in a way that they could understand the language I was speaking. Because we're really good in this industry at using um, jargon that people just have no idea what the heck we're talking about. You know, I always say, talk to each client and explain things like you would to your grandmother, not to be, you know, rude, but to bring it down to a level where people can understand. Um, so being able to get in front of a group of people, creating a niche is a great way to do this. It's, it's a much smaller scope, guys, but develop a niche. Find something you're really good at, something you're really passionate and enjoy. Because if you're passionate about a specific product or you know a certain product line or class code, if it's commercial, when you're passionate about something, it comes through and people are attracted to people who are passionate about things. So, you know, we talk about marketing, these marketing things, these marketing campaigns, these commercials, these jingles, these things that stick. How do we do that as an independent agent? How do we become that? Now, we're not going to become like Friendly's watermelon ice cream cake. Like we're not advertising ourselves as much and then reaching out to millions of people. Obviously, as an independent agent, you're trying to be known in your community or known in the area where you're choosing to focus. Um, so Dana, can you think of anything for the agencies that you worked for? I know you said they did some small advertising within the community. Did they do anything else? Like maybe some co-op programs? Like I know a lot of agencies have co-op programs with some of their carriers. They'll pay for half their advertising if they put part of their name on the billboard or whatever. Did any of the agencies that you work for participate in anything like that? Do they do co-op advertising in the community? Um, I got to be honest, the, the couple agents I work for, they didn't share too much with how much they got incentive wise for their marketing. I'll be honest. And so, but I do know, I do know there were some incentives for certain amounts of goals that the agents had. If they did meet certain marks, I know the companies would pitch in for extra marketing and things like that, if that makes sense. Um, but I will tell you, they they did have some neat opportunities, like you said, within their communities. Um, of course, they had the billboards and things like we discussed, but um, they also did 
other than local events, I think I said in a prior podcast, they sponsored a local race. It was a five, a 5k running race. Um, but it was for charitable events. It was for, um, local families with that had, um, very sad circumstances. It was raising money for those families. And I think those types of events, you know, leave a mark with people, but they also did like, there was other events that they put a tent up and, you know, um, like a mud event, a mud run and things like that. And they went downtown and did different venues and things. So that's how they would try to get themselves out there. Like you said, and, and try to get the people's attention to remember them and, and again, get leads and things. The goal was always to get them in the door and then sell yourself. Like we talked, exactly. you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I challenge agents because I, I hear this all the time from agents. Oh, we can't afford to do something like that. Things are really tight. And I understand when you are taking the time to market yourself, um, social media obviously is free. So, but what I see agents make the mistake with social media, they do this all of the time. They are trying to sell themselves as the expert in everything. It's easier if you develop a niche and really focus on that one thing. Because we talk about this here all the time. Toscano is set up uh, by teams because we have so many markets. It's impossible for us to be an expert and know every single market inside and out. So that's why we've developed our own little niches and we have our teams. Same thing for independent agents. You should really be taking the time to develop a niche. Now, we all want to sell home. We all want to sell auto. We want to sell commercial business. We want to get those large accounts. But if you take the time to establish yourself as an expert and develop that niche and then market yourself as that, you are going to be reaching a specific group of people. You're going to have their full attention, most likely, and it's easier to advertise that. So, you know, if you're utilizing social media, make sure you're taking the time to, number one, always have a quality post that's not too long. Number two, pair a picture with it every single time. It's also really inexpensive to advertise on social media. But in this industry, especially word of mouth is key. So if you're treating your people right and you're taking care of your clients, they are your marketing for you. And that's what we want to do here. So I say this all the time, treat and talk to every client like they are your grandmother. It will help you for sure. But taking the time to establish that niche and really picking something you're interested in, that passion will come through and it will help you to actually get more clients. So my agency, I did it with real estate investors. I was so passionate about the whole process, whether they were you know, doing a major rehab in the property, they're flipping the property to sell or flipping the property to keep, they're utilizing a property manager, whatever it may be. I used to get up in front of these groups of people. I did public speaking with them. I talked to them in a way that they could understand insurance without using all the jargon and all the talk we do here in this industry. Talk to them like regular people and it worked. I was so passionate about it and I loved what I was doing. I loved hearing about their big portfolios. I'm going to go buy 10 properties today. Please help me get this together. You know, I was so passionate about it and I became known in that community as the insurance girl for all those hard to place risks. And it just grew from there. So taking the time to really learn your markets, find out what's hot, what's working in the area where you're trying to grow, taking the time to do that research is going to help you to develop that niche, help you to become that professional, that well-known professional in your industry for the area. Don't do such a broad scope. There's so many agents just trying to do too big, start small, you know, really, really focus on that market 
that niche that you're passionate about, reach out to those people, you know, find out what's going on in your community, connect. Networking has so much to do with marketing and advertising. So many people just think I'll buy a billboard and it'll work. That's only one small piece, only one small piece. And remember in this industry, your clients are marketing for you because we want word, we want word of mouth. Word of mouth advertising is golden. Dana, are you agreeing with me here? Completely. Yes. Exactly. The referral business was ideal. And that was the best one. Usually when we wrote it, like you said, you had something going in, you've already been referred. So you've already been sold to that person when they walked in the door and we retained a lot more business off of that. So again, the goal, if you can find that niche, like you said, focus on it, um, sell yourself that way and get them in the door and then sell yourself internally for that referral business to keep your business growing. That's, that's the ideal model in my eyes. Absolutely. And this, this works folks, whether you are writing personal lines or commercial lines, it works. You can make this work in any scenario. If you want to write high value homeowners, that is what your niche is. You're going to line up all the carriers that you're going to be utilizing. You're going to find out about everything they have to offer. Take the time to educate yourself. Then you're going to connect and network with people around high value homes. Who would that be? That would be realtors. Talk to realtors who are doing this, establish a relationship with them, start to network off of them. As soon as you get a couple, you'll start to be known. Oh, I've got this person who is so good. She is an absolute expert. She knows high value homes. She's going to be able to help you through this whole process. That is what you want to be identified as when you are trying to, you know, be marketed, when you're trying to get a niche, when you're trying to do this and the passion comes with it and people love it. Absolutely love it. But you got to take the time to educate yourself. You got to take the time to really become the professional, know the ins and outs, network with the right people. You want people thinking, not that they're going to wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm going to call her because I'm buying a high value home every day. But, you know, you want people to be thinking about you in these transactions, just like a slice of watermelon ice cream cake. I use that as an example. Yes, it's big scale, but you want to be in the back of people's heads all the time. You got to get past, get people to get past those funny insurance commercials and jingles that we hear all of the time. So, you know, and they want to connect with the person. People want people. They don't want computers. They don't want bots. They want a person because in their worst moment, they're not going to want to be talking to somebody on the end of a 1-800 number line. They want to talk to a person because they're feeling vulnerable. So I firmly believe that independent agents will always have a place in this industry because we are very, very much needed for sure. Dana, thanks for joining me today. This is a fun topic. Yeah. Um, thank, thanks so much for all of your input and, and the stories that you shared. And I actually saw your commercial last night that you were talking about. Ah, and <laughs> what was you, what did you think? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. So hysterical. And it makes me want to eat ice cream big time. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's wonderful. When he points to the scoops of ice cream that gets me every time I'm like, you know what? That does look good. They're oh not just goodness. selling insurance. They're selling ice cream without whether they know it or not. <laughs> well, they're also, they're also connecting because they've got the annoyed team teenage daughter who's completely embarrassed, rolls her eyes and walks out of the room. They're also selling to anybody who has that annoyed teenage daughter right now. <laughs> and, and little kids are picking up on the jingle and they're walking yeah. around the house singing it. I mean, oh yeah, I'll tell they you what, they did, right. they did it right. But no, thank you <laughs> so much, Nicole. Great topic. Great advice. I, like I said, this was uh, marketing is definitely a lot in your wheelhouse. So I think you gave a lot of great advice today. So thanks for letting me join you as always and look forward to, to the next one. 
I challenge each and every single one of you to go out and develop a niche and get your own marketing plan together as to how you want people to be marketing for you as well. Every single person that you help, whether it's an auto change, really simple transaction, or somebody new who's calling into the agency, start to develop that niche and develop people to be marketing you for you. All right, guys, take care. 